Hey, hello. Joker's at home. It's good to see you. Kathleen, nice shirt. That's a that's one from the archives. I like it. Hannah, super good to see your face. Beautiful blue wall. I know you can you can zoom out, zoom in, whatever you want to do. Everybody else is great to see your face too. It's just usually I see Hannah's name and not her face. So I'm, I'm glad to see all of your faces. And and Janice, your um, Periscope, you know, always, always. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We have started in hips on a block and I don't want to waste any time getting y'all there. So, uh, and you don't apparently want to waste any time either. Very good. We're all in the same boat. Yeah. Actually, there'll be no boat today. So just uh, hips on a block is where we are. You could take that as a supported bridge with feet down. You can take that with legs up in the air. Uh, if you're, you know, somewhere near a wall and you want to do legs up the wall instead, by all means. Something that's relatively relaxing for you is what we're going for. And if you want to change position anytime, feel free to do that. And if you can, let your eyes close, your face soften. The day dissolve, the whole week dissolve. We're in this really nice transition space, right? whether you're transitioning into your weekend or your evening, or just from one thing to the next. We're all moving into an hour in which our, our soul. And focus is our own good. And what is good for you right now? And day to day, that's going to look different. And it's worth checking in, like right now, in this moment, this one right here. What's going to make this hour good for you? And you don't have to know right away. Take some time to feel your breath, to feel your body. We often use this posture as a transitional pose to shift the energy in the body, to turn things upside down, and ultimately uh, to slow things down. We're allowing blood flow to get back to the heart more easily. Contrary to what's often said, we're not reversing blood flow. Blood flow goes to and from your feet all the time. You're just making what's called venous return, the movement of the blood back to your heart, easier by putting the feet up. Which allows the nervous system, all the systems of the body, to have a little more relaxed function. You slow your breath down and we're kind of slowing the circulatory system down. What do you notice? What do you feel? What are you interested in experiencing in this next hour? One more breath here. When you exhale, you're just going to slowly bend your knees, bring your feet to the floor if they're not already. And just take time to feel the soles of your feet, your toes. Let things spread out. Like when you spread your feet out after taking your shoes off or when you work your feet into the sand at the beach. There's this new feeling, a change, a shift. You know, press your feet down, lift your hips, and slide the block out of the way. And take your time slowly coming down. And in the same way, you feel the back of your hips and the base of your spine. Like we feel our body often by feeling the ground, feeling the floor in yoga practice. It's just tuning in what's going on there. It's pleasant heaviness of the hips on the mat. And moving your way upward right, through your spine. You've got the lumbar spine, the rib cage, your neck, the back of your head. Right? This 
center line of your body that houses the, the nervous system and in yoga, the shashumna, the most gracious channel where the, the energetic body originates. And we're allowing as much of that to be kind of at rest as we can. So our spine in its natural rested state has the curves of the sacrum outward, the low back inward, rib cage outward, the neck gently inward and check that it feels gentle and that your head is placed well, and the back of the head curving outward. And those heavy bits that are curving outward, the sacrum, the rib cage, the back of the head, let them get real heavy, let them get pleasantly heavy, like you're sinking into the sand at the beach. And the more you allow the hips, the rib cage, the back of the head to be supported, the lighter the neck and the low back start to feel. Give yourself one more breath, just doing that work of feeling the, the pleasant heaviness of the outward curves being held by the floor and that lightness of the inner curves slowly bring your knees in towards your chest we're going to give a little rock side to side across the sacrum keep uh, just the knees at whatever degree you can feel your sacrum heavy on the floor but if we pull them in real tight we'll feel the, the sacrum kind of lift and that's a, a different range of motion from day to day but you're rocking across what feels like midline of the sacrum the equator of the sacrum that's not the technical term but we can we can reference the equator we all still have enough geography to know that, yes? I mean, like, we lost, like, the capital of Zimbabwe, but we know the equator. I mean, maybe you didn't. Maybe, maybe you probably do know. Come on back to center. You know, pause. Have breath. Open your mouth and let it go. Yeah. And then just bring the knees real close into the chest, just as much as you can bring knees in line with your rib cage. Keep your feet in line with their own heel. I mean, the heel in line with their own sitting bones, so the feet are slightly separated. Just as much as you can curl in. The tailbone sacrum may lift off the floor. Just notice what happens. And then release that till the sacrum's flat again. Just find flat. And then let the knees go and find too far forward. Too far forward will start to feel like a lot of abdominal work or it will feel like lowest rib is popping up, low back is, is really arched. Bring the knees back till it feels really centered. Here, we're gonna take belly twisting pose, just focusing on keeping the sacrum level. It is your, again, rocking across the, the midline, the equator. Now with the knees bent real deeply, totally cool. You take the uh, knees more toward a right angle. You may find you get a little more intensity in the abdominal work. Cool. Do that if you like it. But it's Friday. Only do stuff you like. If you want to extend the legs, go straight leg. Uh, you, know, you decide if you have room for that. We'll take two more rounds. Back at center, we're going to bring the soles of the feet to the floor. Pause when you land. Again, feet down, you're feeling them, you're spreading toes wide, enjoying that feeling of whatever the texture of your mat is under your feet. Then we're going to take a really tiny, tiny bridge. So inhale, you lift your tailbone and your sacrum, and then you're going to roll that back out with your exhale. You might take uh, your hands to your hip points and just feel the hip points drop in as tailbone and sacrum lift. And then slowly reversing that. And you'll feel the hip points not really stick out. We don't want them to stick forward, but they just uh, come back into place, we'll say. 
two more of those. We're basically just rocking the sacrum. So we went side to side. And now we're going up and down. And the sacrum in yoga is one of those places that you just want to take real good care of just for the physical body. But also it's a pretty potent energetic kind of center. So taking a little while here just to, to give a little massage, honestly. Then we're going to take this into flowing bridge. So you're coming up and you probably won't go into the full back bend because you're going to keep your arms at your sides and just press down to lift. Then slowly lower back down. Keep pressing into your arms, right? And we'll go with that. Each time you come up, do the tailbone, the sacrum lift. Spine piece by piece. And then slow release down. And the sacrum, last thing to touch down. Then again, scoop tailbone, sacrum. Lumbar follows that. Rib cage follows that. And then it's like one rib at the time being pressed down to the floor. Lumbar spine pressing down, then the sacrum. Go with uh, like three more of those. Pay attention to what's going on with your knees. So for a lot of us, the knees may want to fall outward or inward, usually outward. If you're having a hard time keeping the knees over the ankles, they're going outward. Take your feet further out. If they're falling inward, take your feet further in. Big surprise. Just let your feet line up wherever your knees need to be. Do keep the awareness of knees over ankles. One more. Press down with your arms, the back of your head, your feet. A slow release here. And then pause. Land with what you land with. What are you feeling? Sometimes we'll feel the front of the legs, sometimes the back, sometimes glute muscles. Or just where are you feeling what you're feeling? Walk your feet out wide. And we're going to take uh, windshield wiper twists. So letting the knees move side to side. Pretty standard issue. And you can stay with these. Or start working them a little bit like bridge at the diagonal. So uh, like bridge got real drunk. Press the heel that's on the mat, the one that uh, is the, the top hip attached to that leg. Press that one down and really get hip point to lift up and over. And you're just trying to get that last little bit, the last couple inches. By digging the heel in. And this doesn't need to be sharp or fast. In fact, we don't want it to be either one of those. But really strong when you dig the heel in. As much of your back off the mat as we'll go. Arms and cactus works. Arms and goalpost works. But in goalpost, you can really get the elbow point to uh, kind of press down and help you out. One more round through. Then you'll make your way back to center. Bring your hands to your center line, navel center, heart center, and pause. Breathe in and breathe out. Just like you're sweeping out any debris that got stirred up. Couple more rounds of breath. Drop your attention down to a deep body. So underneath hands and feet. I mean underneath hands. <laughs> Way deep in the body. So back toward the spine. Your attention to the front of your spine, which is part of the body we don't think about much. One more round. As you breathe out, you're drawing navel center toward your spine. Feel the ribs pull inward toward the spine. And then slow release. We're going to bring knees to chest. Come to seated. You can sit facing the front of your mat. I'm going to turn to face uh, 
Peace, y'all. Take a moment, arrive, get still, get all the extra, just like, and slough off. Right. I'm going to draw a chin toward chest. I'm going to pause here with the back of the neck opening. The chin toward chest thing, we want to pull it up toward the notch in the collarbones rather than down toward the sternum. Much of a, a nodding in as we can get. Draw your sternum up towards your face. So you're sitting really tall, plenty of space in the front and back body, side body. Let your arm bones be at the side seams of you. Wherever your hands go on your legs is totally fine. Arms are at your sides. Then we move the head side to side, just slowly, gently, and in a way of investigating. If there's anything that you meet along the way, and if you're turning the head from one side to the other, and there is a point of tension, pause there. Just pause, give it two or three breaths. you just move through the rest of the flow back into you know, the action of slow side to side. And if there's another spot you notice, stop there and give that a couple breaths of attention. Bring it all back to center and pause where you are. And bring hands behind the head. So chin is still tucked up toward the notch in the collarbones. Fingertips to the back of your head. And press the back of your head into your fingertips. And just let the head you know, bring itself up. Let the muscles of the neck and upper back work. Then we'll release the arms. Couple shoulder shrugs, just getting out whatever you need to get out. I'm going to bring the uh, leg positioning into Baddha or Tarasana. So you can go soles of the feet together. Baddha butterfly is close in. Tarasana, star is uh, feet out. Wherever you want to be is great. Where can you catch your ankles or your shins comfortably? On your inhale, lift into what's like a uh, an up dog or a cow pose, and then exhale round. So you're holding shins or ankles or feet, and using this uh, connection of hands to legs to hang off of this in your cat pose, and to pull yourself forward into that that up dog like or a cow like stretch. Exhale to round and inhale to lift. Make your way up to vertical, wherever you're coming from. Take a moment. And we're going to cross right ankle in front of left in Siddhasana. So the lift up. We're going to then turn toward the right knee. So you're going to rotate your body, rotate the rib cage specifically. Catch hold of the right knee with both hands. Lift up and then round back. So same action. We've got the uh, the cat and cow, but now you're at the diagonal. So the rib cage has rotated off to about 45 degree angle. You're rounding and arching. Press the knee into the hands. Okay, so you're continuing to kind of work the the leg as you move back and forth. One more round here. 
and bring yourself to your full height. Undo the hands, come back through center, turn toward the other knee. We're going to bow over it, hands to uh, kind of either side of the knee, you can go on fingertips, you can go full palms. I'm just going to bow in, head toward the knee. Right ribs down toward the inner thigh. So the right uh, ribs may want to roll up, roll them down. the right arm and reach to the diagonal, get as much of a lengthener here as you got. Next inhale, you're gonna orient back to upright. Pause, take a moment, be at center. Then we're gonna switch the cross to the Siddhasana. So the other ankle in front, Lift up first, so ribcage up away from the hip, spine as long as you got, and then you're going to rotate toward left knee, catch hold with the hands, make a little basket of the hands to hold the outside of the knee, and then you've got rounding and arching here, like cat and cow, as well as that pressure of knee into hands, which is the outer hip strengthener. Keep your body angled toward the diagonal, body's really smart. If uh, we're not paying attention, it will subtly angle itself back toward where it wants to be, which is neutral, which is good. That's right that your body wants to be there. The emphasis here, it becomes on some different muscles. So we uh, just kind of stay present, stay patient, stay at the diagonal as much as you can with yourself. Last one. You bring yourself upright. Let go with the hands. Undo it. Come back to center. Take a moment to be at center without any rotation. Then turn to the other knee. Rotate the rib cage specifically toward the knee. Now over, be on fingertips or full palms on the floor. Going on either side, bowing like that. You can draw your nose towards your knee. You're going to let your head drop towards your knee. It's not important that they get there. Breathe in and breathe out. Then you take your left arm, reach it out of the diagonal. As far as it'll reach, opening up the side body, you know, pressing that hip back. So every time we go into a reach, we're also anchoring whatever we're reaching from. So in this case, it's the uh, the right hip. Really pull that hip crease down. Then on an inhale, come on back upright and turn toward the front. Pause, get a breath. And then we'll come over into uh, hands and knees, into child's pose and sit back. And uh, for this one, knees out wide, kind of in that modification there. If uh, you prefer something else, you're welcome to it, but Modified child's pose, arms can go out in front, arms can be at the sides, chest has got plenty of room to go through the knees, doesn't have to get down there, but definitely this is the, the more accessible version of child's pose, enjoy it. Long, slow, deep breath.
on an inhale, come on up to hands and knees. We're going to bring the knees together. Okay, so for traditional child's pose, and if this doesn't work for your body, feel free to stay in the in the modification. But knees together, feet together, sit back. This may not work for several reasons. Could be low back issues, could be uh, late lunch issues, all, all the stuff in between. Tuck in and arms at your sides if you can. So the hands move back toward the feet and the shoulders then wrap down around the knees. So more toward the, uh, the emphasis of child's pose as the fetal position, right? the, the rounding of the spine in its primary curve and the elongation of the back of the spine that allows that shushumna, the central channel, right, to have that spaciousness. And breath in. Breath all the way out. Next inhale, you can take the arms out in front, come up to hands and knees, and step your right foot forward into a low lunge. Back toes are going to tuck under, take a little shift back with the inhale, and forward with the exhale. You can let this look however you want it to look. Uh, whether you put knee down or keep it up, whether you flex the front foot or keep it grounded. Steady with the breath back and forth. Want blocks under your hands? Great idea to help keep the chest lifted. One more round here. We're going to bring it back to the low lunge. Pause there. And then right hand to your right thigh. Left hand can move into the center line of your mat on the floor on a block. Pull your heart forward and turn your rib cage so you're turning your sternum toward the right side wall. Draw your heart forward and set your gaze to that sidewall at directly eye level. So your eyes, like I had laser beams come out directly to the side. Uh, if you're seeing your shoulder, if you're seeing your hip, if you're seeing your back wall at all, pull your chest forward, reset your gaze so you're looking directly to the side. Now, if that's tough on your neck, look down at the floor. Right? Keep pulling your chest forward. Right? That's the reason we don't want to look back. We want to keep this front body thing as long as we can. Turn the rib cage, but don't curl the spine. Breath in. Breath out. You're going to undo this. Come back to center. Tuck your back toes. Lift the hips. Come to pyramid. If you prefer, keep the back knee down. Half monkey. Rest your back heel down in the pyramid pose, but you're going to keep it slightly off the floor. So it's off the floor but you're lengthening down, especially through the inner ankle bone. Dig the front heel into the mat, whether the foot's flexed or flat. And you're just digging with the heel, like you're trying to pull the front of the mat toward the back of the mat. One more round. Slow, steady exhale. You'll bring it back to a low lunge, back knee down. We're going to climb up to the front thigh. So hands on front thigh, lift your chest, navel center in. Pull your front heel into the mat. And as that pulling your front heel into the mat, it's like you're trying to pull your tailbone forward. And tailbone forward, a lot like we did in uh, bridge pose. Same action, actually, of the body. Dig in here. Three. Two. 
one more round of breath. Elbow pulls forward, abdominals pull in, it's like your hip points drawing in, and then slow release, hands to the mat. Step back, child's pose. We're going to take child's pose with arms over to the left. So you're going to walk the arms to the left diagonal. Walk your right hand as far forward and over to the side as it goes. And breathe here. On an inhale, undo that. Come on back to center. Hands and knees. Left leg steps forward into the low lunge. Tuck the back toes. Take your time. When you inhale, you're going to straighten the front leg toward pyramid. And when you exhale, bend the front knee back toward that lunge. You'll move your body with your breath. Letting the, the rhythm of the movement and the breath be the most important things here. Next time you're coming to the low lunge, back knee's coming down. You're going to bring your right hand in toward the center line of the mat, left hand to the left thigh. Right hand doesn't have to be directly on center, but it'll help to get it underneath the shoulder there uh, so that you've got hand, right shoulder, left shoulder when you twist. And again, set your gaze straight to the side wall. It can be really tempting to look back. Heart forward. And then uh, from sacrum through rib cage, through back of your head, you're making that one long line. Now let's all do this. Turn and look toward the back wall. Just, just let your head turn and look. And just notice what happens to that line of hips, rib cage, head. Now reverse that. Pull your heart forward and up. Back of your head in line. And breathe. Just gonna admit that every time I say reverse it, I think of Missy Elliott. And um, yeah, okay. All right, everybody good. I'm just really glad that there were some heads that nodded on that. Cause... One more breath here. Undo that. Come on back to center. Hands down. Tuck your back toes. And shift back. Pyramid. Or half monkey. You choose. Like, totally up to you. If you're in pyramid, this one is the one with the back heel lifted. And press the heel down. Right? So you, you keep getting action there. Front heel also down. You're trying to pull the front of the mat back. And then with that, working the legs, soften in the upper body. So often we start doing that, working the legs, and the upper body starts resisting it for good reason. Let the upper body soften. Let your body drop toward that front leg as much as it can. Soften your face and your jaw because they're not helping. Again, we're taking on that quality like in child's pose where a back line, the sacrum, through the rib cage, back of the heart, back of the brain. And those things are in that kind of primal curve. And next inhale, we're coming forward, low lunge, back knee down. 
Press both feet down really firmly. Tack your mat to the floor, hands to your front thigh. You're going to lift your chest. Your gaze will set directly in front of you or slightly up. But let's, let's do another adjustment. Step to the ceiling. And just notice what that does in the back of your neck, what it does to your back line in general. Then look straight ahead. Look straight ahead from where you are. Dig into your front heel. Pull your tailbone forward. Pull your heart up. As you pull your heart up, you may notice that the kind of gaze lifts just naturally. Stick with that. Just a slightly elevated gaze because slight back bend here once we start pulling tailbone in, hip points in, heart up. It's not the biggest back bend we'll ever do, but it's real. And that gaze that's lifting is lifting the whole body and has created that. And the further you get your sternum toward the ceiling, the more you'll be looking up. But but there'll be uh, just length in the back of your neck. Neck will have its natural curve. One more breath in. Press both feet down a lot. Slowly upright yourself, hands to the mat. We're going to step the left foot back. You got child's pose. Once your hips get back to your heels, you're going to walk your hands over to the right. Side bend there. If that's tough on your shoulders or around your neck, soften up your elbows. And that's really a thing. Like for those of us like that have tension in the shoulders or distress around the shoulders or neck, checking with your elbows. What are they doing? Like could you soften from like the hands, forearms, elbows, inward? Breath in, breath all the way out. Come on back to center. Up to hands and knees. We're going to bring the right shin bone forward into pigeon. If you don't particularly uh, groove on pigeon, you're welcome to come to your back. Otherwise, we're going to stay in a more upright version today. So you're on fingertips, around blocks. Front shin's pressing in. You're going to try to lift your right hip off the floor. I know. It's like yoga heresy. You're trying to lift the right hip. It's already up? Good. Right. But you're supporting it if it's already up. Mine's already up. Like Not because I'm like super strong, but because it doesn't go to the floor. Press down through shin bone. Press down through your back foot. Lift your chest up. Breathe in. Then we're going to come forward and down. As you breathe out, almost touch your nose to the floor. You might walk your hands a little wide for this. Inhale, you're coming back up. It's like you're doing kind of a king cobra type thing. And then exhale. Think longer. Longer, longer, longer. You're lengthening up. Almost put your face on the floor, but not quite. Come on back up. Breathe out. It's long, 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 long. And then we can come up a little bit back bend, but press the front shin down. It's still really active. Legs are working a lot like a warrior. You just like work in the floor. One more round here. Lengthen, 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 but do not put your face down. Bring your forearms down instead. Now you can bring a little sphinx to this. Elbows down, front shin down. Don't stop working that. The, the hips are going to want to shift heavy. Instead, you're thinking hips light, hips buoyant, legs working. Continue to press front shin down, down, down. Elbows down, heart forward. And one more breath here. You're going to keep that. So it's chest lifting up. Right hand's going to go out to the right of your mat on fingertips. Left hand's going to grab your knee. So right knee is going to grab the knee. And look over your right shoulder up toward the ceiling. Press your knee into your hand. Same way we did in that uh, initial seated pose. Knee presses hand. Hand presses knee. Outer hips working. Breathe here. Three. Two. If looking up at the ceiling is not great for you, you can look down. Just keep turning your chest to the side.
And then slowly unwind this. Walk back up to your hands and then slide the knee back. Child's pose, go right to it. Sit back, feel what you feel. There's a good chance there's like a lot of sensation in the right side. Totally cool. Feel it. Probably doesn't need to be shaken off. Our mind will convince us of that kind of thing. Like, oh, I just need to wiggle a little bit. Probably you don't. Right? Probably if you were really like ailing, you'd need to do something besides wiggle. If you're not really ailing, then you're fine here. Breathe and breathe out. Just notice how those heightened sensations start to calm. Next inhale, come on up to hands and knees and slide the left shin forward. You got pigeon on this side. You're up on your fingertips. Front shin is working the floor. We are trying to keep the left hip up. If you cannot keep your left hip up, no big deal. You can rest anytime. Totally cool to modify. Otherwise, you're continuing that action of pressing the shin bone down, lifting the hip, lengthen up, and then lengthen down over, almost touch your nose, not quite. Breathe in, come up into that little back bend. Lengthen upward and lengthen forward. We're not really thinking about a downward action. Gravity's going to do that anyway. And folks, in the, the lifting up, the lengthening. And then try to go as far forward with the rib cage as you can. Rest the shin bone down as you go. Again, let this come into where rhythm is the most important thing you got going on. Except for that front shin pressing down and the hip staying buoyant. That's what's going to be. Like. Those things are, are tied for importance. Yeah, one more. When you come up, really feel your back muscles working to create that back bend. Press your back foot down. Is that still going on? And then slowly come down. Instead of bringing your face to the floor, we're bringing forearms to the floor. You're giving a little bit of sphinx pose here. Dig the elbows in. Pull your spine in. You're probably not going to be looking to the same place you would normally in an actual sphinx pose. You're probably going to be gazing at the floor, a little in front of you. Uh, so you don't need to try to look forward. Be conscious and aware of the back of your neck. And it's again, the, the thoracic spine. We're drawing in. Elbows are pulling back. Front shin is pressing down. The hips are still buoyant. We're not losing that. There, there's, still no, uh, there's still no napping pigeon. We're just... If you do need to put your hips down because it's just like you're tired, you're allowed to. You're totally allowed to rest. Then left hand's going to go out to the side. You're keeping the left hip up as, as light as you can make it. Right hand to the knee. Turn the body to the side. So your left hand may be on the outside of your mat. It may not. If you have shorter arms, it's going to be in closer for sure. Press knee into hand, hand into knee. Move your spine up and forward. So a lot like a crescent lunge twist, if you know that one. Rib cage up and forward. Rotation. One more round here. Full breath in and full breath out. Work the floor with everything you got on the floor. Everything on there, present down. Undo it. Come back to center and walk up to your hands. Press back. Child's pose. Breath in and breath out. Yeah, any variation of child's pose is good. Two more breaths, you just feel what you're feeling. On an inhale, 
Come on up to hands and knees, turn toward the side edge of your mat, and here we'll turn to the left for straddle. If you want to sit on a sitting block or a blanket here, go for it. Whatever straddle you got is a good one. You're lifting up to the front of your sitting bones, and for all of us, let's do this check. Put a right hand in front, left hand behind your hips, pick up your hips, and tilt to the front of your sitting bones. Now, if you need to sit on a block because you didn't get to the front of them, no big deal. Grab your block, grab your blanket. All good there. You're going to lift up. We're going to bow about halfway in and then take the side-to-side -side action of, of just that rib cage toward inner thigh. Breathe in, breathe out. Back to where the rhythm is going to be your most important thing you got going on. You're welcome to move away from the wall, and you might be more comfortable on this. Yeah, you might. You might prefer that one. Uh, who knows? Who knows? Try all the things. Yeah, that, that works for your alignment. If it works for your comfort, it's good. Side to side as far as you go, but keeping your rib cage moving slightly up. So we're not going to round the spine again. I can keep spine moving in a little bit like the cat pose, a little bit like a sphinx. The reasons for that is lumbar spine doesn't like side bending and rounding at the same time. It does not like it. The facet joints back there just do one thing at a time for them. Right? So you draw long if you're going to move side to side. We will eventually get to the part where we uh, release down toward the floor. But this is not that time. One more round through. Make it back to center. Heart's drawing forward, spine's drawing in. There is no rounding yet. I'm not sorry. Abdominals in, heart forward and up. Walk your hands in. We're going to take bear sit. That's bending both knees. Get Dig the heels into the mat. Lift up. Again, you're going to bow into it. Fingertips on the floor. Spine in, heart forward. So we're kind of in a, it's like a seated version of happy baby pose. You can keep the hands at center for the bear sit or catch your heels as you would for happy baby. And then pretty much you do the same thing you're doing happy baby. You're pressing the legs back and pulling your spine in. So if you think about this on the floor, it'd be like holding your feet or your shins, trying to pull the legs toward the floor. Here's just, you're, you're trying to like press the legs back behind you. That probably won't happen. Breath in. And breath out. And on an inhale, come on up to sit. We're going to let the knees move toward the right. So you've got 90-90 pose. So we have 90-degree angle in each knee, 90-degree angle with the thighs. We're going to do this. It's my least favorite thing, so I'm not going to do it well, but you're probably doing better than I do. Lean back into this. Go back onto your hands. The thing you're going to do when you lean back Press the left knee down. Okay, so that's this would be easy if we let the left knee come up. I wouldn't even mind it if I left my left knee come up. Left knee's pressing down. You come down to your hands. You come down to your elbows. You could lie down, but if you lie down, don't let the knee pop up. Left knee still pressing down. When you lie down, lowest rib drops down. So when you're getting the inner thigh, inner left thigh, and the lowest ribs to the mat, you may love it. Uh, if it's sharp shooting pain anywhere, that's not what we're going for. If it's a lot of outer hip stretch, front of thigh stretch, yeah, that's where it is. And that's all going to come from your ability to press the inner knee down. So it's the exact opposite of pigeon. At pigeon, we press the shin outward. Here, we're pull, pulling the shin inward. Right, so as much as you can, lay the left shin down, lay the knee down. Breath in, breath out, pull navel towards spine, really get the same action as the bridge. We're going to come out of this elegantly. You're going to roll onto your right shoulder if you're lying down, and then you're going to circle your way up. Walk your hands in and around, bring it back to bear sit. Cool. And then we're going to take the 
90-90, other side. Cool. Nice. And then look to see, and, and really just look, as you know, you can look 90 degrees, 90 degrees, 90 degrees in the legs, right? And then you're going to bring your body to that uh, 45 degree angle. So you're, you're leaning back from your hips at 45. The right knee now is going to press down toward the floor. You're going to try to keep that right knee, the right shin down. May not happen. Don't force it. But the action is knee in. It's inner thigh work. And then you start to bring lowest ribs, shoulder blades, back of head to the mat. Continue to work right knee down. Even if it never gets to the mat, it doesn't matter. You, that's going to be a skeletal thing. You might get the knee to the mat and you're not working your leg. You need to work your leg. You need to press the knee in. Right, so Ribs down, lowest rib down, abdominals in, right knee down. Breathe in and breathe out. A few more rounds of breath. If you're loving this, great. If you're not, you know, just know that this is like part of. Uh, practice called shadow yoga which is about finding the um the, the darkness within yourself so if you if you meant that cool embrace it like make friends with it and from here the thing we're not going to do is get up abruptly you're going to uh, basically stack right shoulder over left so you're rolling onto your side or getting toward that action in your body then walk your hands around, right? That idea is we're just going to come out of that slowly and not, not uh, reactivate or anything. Come on back to bear sit and then extend the legs. One more time, uh, left hand in front of you, right hand behind. You're going to pop to the front of your sitting bones. This time we're going to bow forward and allow the spine to round. So straddle, fold with relaxation for the back. If straddle fold does not afford you any relaxation whatsoever in your back body, that's normal. Uh, you could go with butterfly tarasana. That's gonna be fine too. We're just gonna really try to get from tailbone and sacrum, through lumbar spine, mid back, upper back, neck, brain to just release here. Two more rounds of breath. It's slow and steady. Catch the rhythm. When you're ready, you slowly walk your hands in. And sit upright and pause, right? Whatever pose you're in with your legs, stay there. We're often kind of like kind of hurried to get out of it, but but don't do that yet. Be where you are. Then we're going to kind of lean out of that. You're gonna tuck the sitting bones under, let the pelvis round, and draw the legs in toward each other. Wrap your arms around your legs and continue that like it's cat pose, but seated. So one way to uh, forward bend the spine here, this is primal curve. Then we're going to undo that. Uh, turn to face the front of your mat, legs out straight or straight-ish. One more time, we're going to do the thing, uh, lifting the hips, sit to the front of the sitting bones. Go with uh, just a little bend in your knees here. I'm going to turn to the side, but you're going to stay facing front edge of your mat. A little bend that lets you press your, your uh, hip crease down, lift your chest up. 
then see if you can straighten the legs and continue that action. Right? For some of us, that'll turn into a round in the back. If that did, right, bend the knees again. No lift up. You're going to hinge at the hips. So it's going to close the angle. But uh, spine is still lengthened, heart still up, chest still up, rib cage as far away from the hips as you can get it. You got fingers that are pressing your, your hip crease down. Right, so the hip crease, uh, just grounding it with your fingers the whole time. It's going to be tempting to reach your arms forward because that's what we always do. But we're actually going to use the hands and press the hip crease back. And get the, the outer edges of the hip crease. Pull them back. Like you're pulling the outer edge of the hip. Press the ball, the big toe forward. Abdominals are in. Hearts forward and up. Breath in, then breath out. Let the hands slide down the legs to whatever degree that your upper body released. Keep pulling the outer edges of the hip crease back so you get that, uh, get that echo of the movement there. Feel that. Continue that action of hip creases pulling back. Ball the big toe pressing forward. And now the upper body is really soft. Breath in. breath out. Next inhale, draw navel to spine and just stack spine up to seated. Take a moment, hands on your legs and just sit tall. And bring your awareness again to the front of your spine, whatever you think it might look like, but it's that side of the spine that's in, right? That's facing inside of the body. We often think of the spines on the back, the stegosaurus spine. For those of us that grew up with the lamb before time will always be the yeah. stegosaurus. And there's the front that's the more kind of stable, the more structural part. And you're going to take the uh, abdominal muscles in, round your back seated here. So we're rounding back behind the sitting, but we don't do this often. You're going to pull the navel center in. And lower slowly down onto your back. The idea is not to let your feet pop up. And then when you get there, slide your feet in, knees in towards your chest. You can take a uh, happy baby or any other finishing pose you like. Really nice work. That was like complete spinal and uh, chakra balancing practice. So if that's not what you signed up for, uh, I'm, I'm not sorry again. When you're ready, you're going to make your way towards Shavasana, focusing on letting again, sacrum, back of rib cage, back of head, those heavy bits of the spine, get real heavy, get real released. And those bits of the spine that are light, get lighter and lighter. And there's the unique humanness of being at once completely grounded. Also buoyant.
When you're ready to move again, start with your fingers and your toes. Then you'll roll to your right side. Make your way up to seated. Land in your sitting bones. Lift to the center of your chest and through the back of your head. And feel the space between sitting bones and brain. We'll bring hands together at heart center. Thumbs to forehead center. Super great, y'all. Thanks for being here. Namaste. Awesome. Well done. Hope you have a great weekend. See you soon. Yeah, stay here. Lie down. Don't bother going home. Just stay until tomorrow. You guys. Bye.